pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands, under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. 
but you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, filing other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. right place to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Make me feel 
Fuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party podcast. Vlan's not here yet. Sorry, my bad. Anyway, uh, she's coming back. She had to go drop her kids off. So uh, you got me for a little bit. Um, Adam's coming in. We're waiting on him to connect his camera. As soon as that happens, we'll bring him in. But uh, let's let's chit chat. Wow, what a fucking day. <laughs> You guys have no fucking clue what happened today. I've never been, um, let me put it to you this way. I've never been more proud of my wife than I was today. There was uh, an epic dismantling of our county magistrate and uh, the code enforcement chick that happened at an epic level. Like you were watching an episode. 
here on this show because between the two of us, we fucking leveled them. They were not ready for what was walking in that courtroom. We walked in there with so much shit. They, they flip papers faster than me and V Lynn could talk. And that's hard to do because we both speak really quick. And I'll tell you what, they were fucking the code enforcement chick. When, uh, she was forced to kind of do her opening to why we were there. She was shaking. Let's put it that way. Okay. Because at that point, I had already called her a liar like four different times. And that's before they turned the microphones on that record the whole proceeding. And then it went on from there. And 14 more times, I called her a liar to her face. I said, no, you lied about that because you were never at my property because my wife's there all the time and she would have remembered meeting you. And oh, she, oh, ba folks, it was it was horrible. Like this bitch got upended as if she was crossing the 35 yard line looking for an open pass from an outside, you know, an outside quarterback who's throwing back across his body and somebody's coming across the field. She went up for it. She never caught the ball. Matter of fact, she didn't even catch the ground. So, uh, we fucked him up. It, it was pretty epic in there. Let's put it this way. It's been put on hold now till December 7th. And uh, between now and December 7th, the only thing we have to do is combine our properties, which was already started when we purchased the house. It's on the county, actually, to fucking fix it because there's zoning regulations, which, oh, by the way, they told us that they changed the zoning code in our area without our vote. Ooh, that one's not going to sit well with the county commissioner because I can't wait. I can't wait to bring it up with our county commissioner. It's going to be fucking epic. Uh, we were told that the county code that's online is unreliable, not only by the code enforcement officer, but by the fucking judge. 30 fucking times the judge, the magistrate, a federal magistrate sat there and told us, well, the county code sucks. You can't follow what's online. How the fuck am I supposed to know that what I'm doing is wrong? If you're, and I got her to say that she refused to knock on the door because of COVID. Uh, if you're not going to knock on my door and you're not going to let me know that what I'm doing is wrong. How, how am I supposed to know what I'm doing is wrong? How is it my responsibility that I have to read your fucking mind to know what I'm doing is wrong? Hmm. Well, we're about to find out because, you know, fuck around and find out is coming to truth. And uh, <laughs> we're about to find out the hard way. It was, folks, I, I'm telling you right now, I've never been more proud of my wife. Um, and I didn't even say a lot either. The only thing I said was I got angry and I called her a liar because she was lying. She sent us letters that were complete lies and she swore and affirmed on the letters that she had done everything to get in touch with us. 
I said, which time was that? Because I never saw you on my property. Huh. It was actually really good. So we'll find out what happens in the judge. I listened to like the first 12 cases that the judge had. And she was really big about communication. So I brought up the whole point that, yeah, I, I'm kind of clueless as to why I'm here. So <laughs> that didn't go over good. It's quite funny, actually. <laughs> Ooh, it was funny. Trust me, it was epic today. I, You know, I wanted El Ellsworth, I wanted to bring the camera in. We probably could have gotten away with it. Um, I'm almost positive we could have gotten away with it, but uh, hey, Adam, you got time, bro. You, you take your time with that. Uh, Veland's not even back yet. You know how she is. She's never on time. She's going to be late for her own funeral. Come on. You, you know that as well as I do. Um, we were going to bring, we probably could have brought the camera in. It would have been comical. Uh, there was like zero security. I could have walked in there with a gun literally walked in there with a gun and no one would have been the wiser. Um, most gayest security I've ever seen. Um, as for the judge, as we started going at first, I thought she was a liberal and then I quickly changed my mind because she kept lever leveraging. Like it was a bunch of like rent cases, like people that owed back rent and all that other shit. But she kept, saying no it's kind of a business for them so you kind of got to pay them back and uh she kept saying hey look no you owe this money you owe this money period and i was like okay and then she kept saying well it's all about communication and i was like well if this is the way you're gonna go i can't wait to tell you how your office and when i started hearing that over and over again case after case i was like oh got her in so you're big on communication, are you? Well, let me tell you about your code enforcement officer that refuses to talk to me. And let me tell you about how I don't know what I'm doing is wrong because she refuses to talk to me. And I've lost all trust and confidence in this woman. And oh, by the way, I'd rather deal with the court than deal with you. And that's literally what I told the judge. And now we have to go back to court December 7th to deal with the judge because she understands because I was I was seriously irate. I was ready to jump out of my chair at that point because she was just straight up fucking lying her ass off. She was like, well, I was just at the property yesterday. No, you weren't. I was at the property most of the day yesterday and you were not there at all. And it was great because she pulled up a text message of the asshole across the street. Yeah, you dick. My animals are registered fucking support animals. Fuck you. She pulled up a picture from the cocksucker across the street because we had a fence donated to us and we're putting the fence up. And he said, all this rotted wood on the side of the road. And you can clearly tell that it's a picture from the inside of his fucking truck. Thank you, asshole. You're an idiot. I now know it was your truck. Good luck, because I'm going to go also talk to the other neighbors, the three other neighbors you complained about on the block. And I'm going to let them know that you were the one that called the county. Yeah, and we're going to get together. And we might knock on your door. May or may not next 24 to 48 hours. Can't really decide what I'm going to do yet. 
couple ideas floating around in here. Tying off all your lawn furniture to your truck would be the first start at where I'd start. Just so it chases you down the driveway and out the road. Be fucking hysterical. Done it before. Wouldn't be the first time. Just say. Yeah, yeah, yesterday. That's what she claimed. I was like, no, you weren't because you'd be dead. I'm just saying. <laughs> you weren't at my you weren't at my property yesterday. No. No. No, you're not. No, you weren't. You know you weren't. You were scared to death of me today. It was hysterical. That dude, guys, she was shaking like a fucking leaf on the tree when I started talking. And I started calling her out on her bullshit. I just started calling her out on what she said she claimed she did. And then I had to watch her walk it back. As she said, well, I did because I let her do her little piece in the beginning and she sunk, she sunk herself within the first five minutes because she said in the first five minutes that she did everything to make contact according to the county website. I just happened to have a copy of the county website right in front of me that I printed out. We said, so when I started, I said, well, where's my door knocker? Where was the attempt to talk to me? Where was your attempt to come and actually work it out at the lowest level? Working it out at the lowest level is between the neighbors. You, you never attempted that. You never even came on my property. You have no idea what I have because you've never been here. And then she tried to pull up some pictures, which she was here in August. And then she was, she, she claimed she was back in September, which we know that's all bullshit because she wasn't here in September because we were here that day. We were actually waiting for her return. Matter of fact, actually, v and Heather were, were building the fence around the chicken coop. The only thing we found out, the only thing we learned today from this meeting is our county website is apparently run by somebody who doesn't even live in the state, which is scary. Which if the rest of you live in counties like this, you also probably are dealing with the same bullshit that we're dealing with. I listened to a county magistrate this morning, a federal magistrate. She told me over and over again how the county's website was fucked up. Sounded like a lot of people blaming other people for other people not doing their job. And then when I started harassing them about the phone calls, said, we've called her office. We've talked to her voicemail. We actually sent a message through one of her stewards that we, she assured us that the message would be passed on. She never called us back. She never called to talk to us. Never once, not once. This is all information she could have had before we even went to court. But she's too much of a retard to do that. So why didn't she do that? Because she thought she had a slam dunk case. And then when we showed up today, and the first thing V. Lynn said was that she was the vice president of a nonprofit 501c3. I saw all the jaws in the courtroom hit the floor all at the same time. Because normally when you take on one of those, that's really bad. Because they're tax exempt. Which means they can also say that the government or that the local government is fucking with them to the federal government. And the federal government can come down on the local government. Apparently, they didn't think about that before that happened. So when VLAND opened with that, everybody's mouth went, huh? 
Oh, well, I'm sorry, Judge. I thought you had a dick in your mouth. I thought you were actually talking to me. Yes. So what's the issue? Oh, my God. You should have heard this woman squirm, quiver, because everything that she said, I countered. Nope, you're lying. And I, I literally told this woman, I don't know how long she's been doing it, but I told the judge that she needs to be fired. I said that anybody like her that's in a position of trust amongst the community, and if they lie this much, you'd fire a cop for it. Why won't you fire a code enforcement officer for it? She's even worse. She doesn't even carry a gun. She carries a fake badge, which is even worse. She has no authority. Her authority is contrived to her by the court. Twat. <laughs> Fucked. I just, I think it's hysterical. No, it's never, it's never nice, Sparks. Um, hun, are, are you coming home? I mean, I, I'm sitting here waiting. And oh, by the way, we, uh, real quick tonight, because it did take us so long today in court. Unfortunately, I have to work tomorrow. So there is no TNT tonight, just so you're all aware. No TNT tonight. Just letting you know. Uh, don't yell at me. I just, I spent all day in court. I didn't go to work. We were in court for about an hour and a half and we were there a half hour before and we stayed about not even five minutes past, but it was really funny because after everything was said and done, the judge is trying to get us out of there because she could see I'm just doing nothing but aiming at this bitch trying to, I, I wanted to jump across the tables. She sat in the furthest seat away from me too, which was hysterical. I was like, wow, bigger pussy move than I've ever seen. Anyway, tells me where your evidence is. <clears throat> so I'm sitting there and uh, I get right up. As soon as the judge dismissed us, I got right up, walked right out. I don't know what the hell Vaylin was doing. She was like putting papers together, whatever. And uh, as she comes walking out, I look back in the courtroom and that, that officer is still sitting in front of the judge. I started thinking for one second that I bet she's about to take a really major ass chewing because we just made that judge look like a joke. I mean, literally. We went in there with, there was so, we had so much evidence to counter everything she said that even the, we had the judge saying, I don't, I don't even know how you're zoned. And then when I said where we lived and then she said, well, that's, that's a certain neighborhood. I was like, no, 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 that's not that neighborhood. We actually live behind that neighborhood on a separate Island. That's a bird sanctuary. And she's like, oh yeah, they're not zoned that way. What are you talking about? I mean, I even had the judge asking, what are you talking about? And it was hysterical. And at the end of it, the code enforcement bitch sat in front of the judge and we left. And it was just the code enforcement bitch and the judge. And there, yes, uh, for the person that asked, there was an animal control guy in the background. So I, what if the Antichrist puts his foot on the gas, what the Are you kidding me? Jeez. All right. Anyway, there he is. Well, I guess I'll bring Adam in. He's running for a board of uh, education seat up in Connecticut. Um, yeah, I know it's a communist North. We're going to listen to see what, what he's had to deal with. Cause I, I guarantee there's a ton of shit he's had to deal with, especially if he's running as a Republican. 
we're about to find out because I'm sure the communist Northeast is horrible. So the People's Republic of Connecticut, as I like to call it. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? How are you doing? <clears throat> Wonderful. Remember, Connecticut is the Constitution state. <laughs> no, it's not. It's the People's Republic. It says it on our license plates. Well, it. you know what? Maine says live free or die. I guess that's true today, but that's true, sad. True. But, but you're is- right. It, we are definitely in um, in hostile territory here. Uh, with elections, it's um, you know I've I've kind of lost count of how many signs I'm missing now. Um, really, you know, you go around and you put up signs. I have orange and blue for our high school colors, and uh, you know you, you plop around. You put them in people's yards and say, "Yeah, it's fine," and then uh, you go drive by the next day and it's gone. Um, it's I'm sure that's not election you know interference at all. No, uh, but. You know, it's 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 interesting. I've never been in politics before. I'm not a politician whatsoever. I'm actually a retired mass sergeant from the Air Force. Um, I'm uh, currently a firefighter in town here. And, uh, you know, uh, politics is the last thing I want to get involved with. But um, I really need to just step up and somebody had to do something about what's going on. So, uh, so you're I, running for what? What are you running for? Board of Ed? I'm going to be running for Board of Ed. Yep. Uh, is that a is that like a seat on a like a chairman's seat or what do you? What well, what's it? interesting about it is, uh, and I didn't know until after I started researching everything, but it, we have a minor majority in, on the board of ed where uh, I'm actually running against the other Republicans. Really? So it goes by how many votes uh, that each party gets that controls the board. So the so basically. Uh, they add up how many votes that you get, and um, and then they figure out the majority uh, after the election. So, um, you know, I could win and still not get put on the board. How, it's it's really strange. How how does that that how how can you win and not get put on the board? Because there's got to be a minor majority on the board. So there, there's um, five Republicans, four Democrats, or five Democrats and four Republicans. Uh, depending on how many votes that uh, all the candidates get combined decides the chair. Uh, so if it's red yeah. or blue, it depends on. Yeah. And it's, wow. and it's, very, it's very interesting because, you know, you, you want to, uh, you know, you, you bring up, all kinds of issues with the schools, um, but you're also running against the people that are there in the seats right now. Yeah, no shit. How, how does that? I, I I wouldn't even know how to run. That's like running against yourself, but still running for yourself. It it doesn't make any sense. It does not. It does not. But that's how they wrote it in the uh, charter and in the bylaws. And um, I apologize. I got my kids, my uh, two-legged and four-legged kids running around here. So oh, you might hear them in the background. But uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's quite interesting that when I was uh, asked to run, just because um, I felt strongly about what was going on, especially during COVID. Um, we had a lot of issues in the schools as far as, uh, well, first they were kicked out of school and they weren't in school for well, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Florida was back in school you know, that next September where we were out of school that whole next year. Um, and it really put our kids back. I mean, you, you know, probably better than any of us, you can't coach your own kids, you know, 
I mean, homeschooling is probably one of the hardest things that you could do. Um, you really have to have time, you know, both, both of us work. So, um, you know, it was, it was really tough. And we, we relied on the schools to teach our kids until I realized that they weren't teaching our kids, you know, um, and, you know, our, uh, I would watch my daughter. Luckily, my one daughter was a preschool, so we did ABC Mouse and stuff like that. But my other daughter was what, in uh, fourth grade. And, you know, it's a it's a third and fourth grade. It's pretty big grades to learn. You know, yeah, yeah, that's where you're you know. getting all your motor, your math. You're getting your basic language, your basic, your basic cursive, your basic writing. Everything is. And, nice. you know, thank God my daughter's she's bright and she's smart and uh she was able to catch up once we moved her out of schools into the catholic school but it was it was um disconcerting when you're listening to these lessons and they have green new deal stuff in it always talking about electric cars uh windmills solar panels like every uh, every day i would hear them talk about this stuff and they're conditioning our kids into to uh into all this propaganda which doesn't make any sense you know um and it really, really bothered me to the point where I actually had said something to some teachers uh, online while while they were they were in class, going, "No, don't talk about that anymore. I don't want you to hear. I don't want you to say that or talk about that subject anymore with my daughter." You know, damn. Um, and it and it's it it's crazy that we're dealing with this, but um, man, we're it's gone. Uh, I've been doing a lot of digging and research. I I was even doing it today. I was I helped out. Uh, I, I'm not even on the board yet, and I get phone calls from parents because I see my name on the signs that weren't stolen, and um, you know, give me a call and and say, hey, I got issues. Um, so it, it's it's definitely concerning. Um, I mean, I could go down the laundry list of it, but for those who are um, having the same issues in your schools, the first thing you got to do, <clears throat> and I learned this in the military, there's got to be an AFI for something. There's got to be something written down a policy there's bylaws there's charters um start reading all that stuff find out what what um what issues that you could dig and find out are they doing it correctly you know are they following the rules that they have in place um because it's there's you know you're sitting there back in covid you know we were you know, everybody was like, well, this is really weird. And everybody's trying to kind of find their way. But then you're saying, you know, this isn't right. Like this, this, this can't be right. We, there's something else, you know. So, um, you know, once they finally got back in school, um, of course, I didn't, you know, I, I'll give you a little story. When COVID started, it was probably three weeks into COVID. Uh, working at the fire department, I, I went on a call on the highway we had a motorcyclist get smushed on the highway and it was reported as a covid death mm -hmm. and i'm like that doesn't make any sense what is going on here right you Dude, know you, so i started questioning you, you heard about the one guy that i i went to the the, the house that mm -hmm. i showed up to the wife's like yeah this is he's having trouble breathing i'm like yeah he's got a fucking kid's diaper on his face in the back of a diaper is a plastic shield. He can't fucking breathe. I took it off his face and I told the lady, she, I told the cops, I was like, she should be charged with attempted murder. That's my personal opinion. She tried to kill her husband. That sounds like, yeah, that's, and, and, you know, you're, you're, 
you're sitting in an environment now. So politically, I'm sitting in this environment where, you know, I I travel the world just like you did. You know, I, I worked, I was in the Middle East for a year. I was in Korea for a year. I spent a lot of time overseas, you know, and you see different, you know, different parts of the world. You see different things. Uh, and the job that we did where you go into people's houses all the time and you have no idea what you're walking into, right? Yep. So, you know, you question everything. You know, you always look, you pay attention to things, attention to detail. And like, you know, uh, this whole COVID thing was just, what are they doing to our kids? Because it, it didn't make sense that they, they were really, they're really focused on the schools, you know, that we can't have, we can't be in school. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm going to work every day, right? I, yeah. So why why can't we go to school? What? Um, so the reason why, and I'll just have a little story why I pulled my why we decided to pull our kids out. Besides the the academics was, um, you know, we we were, um, you know, I didn't wear a mask outside when Connecticut still had an indoor mask policy. I definitely I never wore a mask outside. I only wore it when they required me at work. Um. So I'd walk up and pick up the girls and I would purposely walk up to the door of the school and get my girls without a mask on. And as soon as they walked out, I took their masks off and said, take those masks off, you know, um, you know, so obviously the school system knew that I was not against or I was not for the mask. So I know and there's a lot of parents that were were um, for that, but it was really hard. You couldn't even go to a school board meeting. You couldn't even speak up. They didn't even have public com uh, comment, you know, um, so. That was one one thing that I, I just and we had an incident where my daughter, my youngest in kindergarten, was being put outside in 20 degree weather during snack, lunch and snack because the teacher, the substitute teacher was in there, didn't want them taking their masks off inside. So Dude, think about that for a second. That's like child endangerment. Yes. And that at um, that temperature, that's child endangerment. It was. And we didn't find out until a few days after it actually happened. She. I think a parent may have said something to me and then said something to my wife and I let my wife take care of it because I was in the mode of um, who was getting arrested here. Right. Yeah. No shit. Um, you know? Um, and then, you know, we, we also, the, the, during that time, there was like a shift of our administration where we got a new sub superintendent, which he doesn't, he only has a master's degree. And the Board of Ed at the time was Democratic, and they brought in the superintendent who is underqualified for the job, basically. And now he's hiring all these admins that are from outside, from Bridgeport, Harford, Waterbury, bringing them in here. And um, it's – I just talked to about six different teachers in probably the last two weeks, every single one of them. Cause I didn't, you know, I didn't prompt anything. I, every single one of them, I just wanted to find out how things are going. And, and, you know, I asked them, you know, how, you know, what, what's going on in schools. And one, every one of the teachers said, I'm afraid to speak up. I'm afraid to say something about the issues. Why? I mean, how can you work like that? Yeah, especially well, with a union that strong. You, especially in Connecticut, they have like one of the strongest teachers unions in America. The strongest, because that's why my mother was an educator in Connecticut for 36 fucking years. And she was a big proponent of the union. Yeah. And so you just, all this has happened in the last two years. Like, you know, um, when my daughter's, my oldest was in kindergarten, our school was awesome. 
um, you know, I went to that school, uh, Mill Ridge. All right. Me and too. Yeah, Mill Ridge. Up? Yeah, D. Lynn went there. My mom, my mom taught there. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. See? Yeah. My mom taught probably yeah. the both of you. Your mom was my teacher at Mill Ridge. Yes. Do you know that Dr. Cronin is also, she's running for uh, zoning. Really? Really? I, yeah, I know exactly who she is. Yes. Yeah. So she's still, she's still moving. Still trucking. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. Blast from the past. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's pretty disheartening though, when you're listening to these teachers talk about, um, you know, where, where's all this money? So, so, um, last year, the, the schools decided to, um, put their budget to $150 million, which I think was like a $7 million raise from the year before. So I think the Democrats were saying they were hoping that the mayor would have said, you know what? No, we can't do this. We can only give you 148, whatever. That usually is kind of how it goes, right? So what's crazy is that the schools set their budget before they know how much money there are, which I don't know what business does that at all. Nobody. Um, right. But that's not the worst part. The worst part is, is that, and everybody here, you need to go and look at your school budgets and see how it works because here, they take that 150 and they give it to the schools and then it's hands off. I'm sorry. Oh, what? so the money doesn't have to go to the teachers. The There's money no can oversight. go to the money can go There's, anywhere. It can go the to oversight home. is very limited. Um, so I finally today found a policy that was saying that there has to be audits done. The So the city has audited them the last two years and they have been stonewalling the city so the city can't do their tax uh whatever it's called tax assessments um so there and there's just a finance committee oh my dogs might bark there's just a finance committee meeting where uh you know they, they came out and said of course yep um there you go our dogs bark all the time yeah. <laughs> doofus you've been yeah. listening for a hot minute <laughs> nope all right go outside go, go outside you know our two retards all right yeah so i have two boxers if you want one you got no, one okay. i'm okay without boxers. the idiots our idiots barked the entire way through the good book yesterday yeah anyway uh so where was i um so money so so you know um right now the democrats are running on the schools are unfunded they're overcrowded the schools are unfunded they're overcrowded and then you go well, okay well where's the money going and then they are stonewalling the audit, which to me is, is a sign of guilt, right? Like, yeah. what, what are you doing with this money? And I, I didn't realize this until, and again, look this up. Um, not only is that 150 for the schools, but there's a whole separate fund for the facilities. That doesn't even include the facilities and maintenance. I mean, it and... It's it's a, a huge amount of money that the, when you the, the don't scary, know where it's going. The scary thought is that they used the money for something it wasn't intended for, i.e. the students. So they used it for, uh, let's say, the sports team. They bought new uniforms or they bought new shirts for the fucking football team. And no, they bought they new helmets. They pockets with it. They went on vacation. That's, that's one of the scary thoughts. The really, really scary thought is that they just stole the money. Which the more and more I've heard from more and more educators, it's the more and more I learned, I'm leaning is that some of these schools didn't even use the money for their staff. They just took this, the money and said, fuck it. We're paying everybody more. 
Uh, let me get to that part. Oh, it gets better. Okay. Um, yes. So it, I'm, it's not confirmed. So I'll just be careful what I'm saying. But, um, you know, when you start asking questions and you, you, um, start talking about money with teachers that aren't there anymore, trying to go, Hey, you know, what, what's going on here? And there's been a little, a little birdie that told me that there might be people who are double dipping in there. So that would tell me, Oh, okay. That's probably why they're still on the audit because that would be very easy to reveal that somebody was getting, which I don't know if it's true or not. It was just uh, something passed down, but it does. It, you're an investigator. You would, you would know better than I would that that is a red flag right there. Right. Well, I mean, well think about, think about this for a second. When you like, like for instance, I, 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 I and I hate to bring politics into this, but think about this. This is the one everybody can connect with right now. Joe went over to Israel and paused everything. I just heard of a report this morning that came out that 90% of the Hamas terrorists that were in Israel are now back in Iran. And I sat there and I said, well, of course they are. Joe let that happen. They're trying to stonewall this, stonewall this audit. Why? Because they're trying to figure out a way. How do I cover up? The fact that I took all this money, what do I have to do to make it look like this never happened? It's the same thing the Biden administration is doing right now with Ukraine, Israel, and all the money that we're sending over there. How do I pause this and how do I redirect my funds so that they go to Israel instead of Ukraine? No, I, I got one better for you. You remember the movie, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead? Yeah. Christina, Christina Applegate. Applegate. Remember that? Yeah. Exactly. She was hotter than she Everyone was knows that movie. Remember what happened? She stole all the money out of the slush funds to pay yeah. Yeah. shit around her house. Like Peter, you know. And then how'd yeah. she get away with it? She threw an event at her house and basically didn't pay anything for it and covered it all up. Yeah. That's exactly what they're trying to do. So I don't want to make any insinuations or anything like that. Just you know, but when when you have teachers coming to you going, hey, I think this is this, something's fishy here. Something's going on here, you know. Um, so you know, so, there's... I, I think that's where it starts. Though it starts with those mm -hmm. teachers who are coming forward, and of course, those are the ones that got fired because they were the ones that were willing to speak their minds, and they're scared of retribution. I'm gonna yeah. jump in here real quick because obviously I missed the first like half of this because I had to wait on the children because I brought them all the way out to the school, which is like in the middle of fucking nowhere and there's no service out there. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to drop them off for like an hour and a half and then come back and pick them up. Right. They can hang out with their friends. And the teachers are like, where are you going? I was like, I'm going home. And they're like, oh no, it's only 20 minutes. So what do you mean? It's only 20 minutes, 10 minutes through one house, 10 minutes through the other haunted house. And then they're out the door. They kick them out. There's no hanging out. I was like, bullshit, it takes me fucking 15 minutes to drive home. So I guess I'm just going to hang out here for 20 minutes and then drive home. So that's what I did. <sighs> anyway, but I did hear you talking about uh, homeschooling and that homeschooling was really hard. And PC Native over here on the Foxhole said Easy Peasy is a free homeschool program that can also that is Bible based. Uh, okay. That's actually the the homeschool that's program that we used. We used yeah. And it was awesome. And now that Liam is back in school, which he's he's actually through, he's like, he said to me the other day, he's like, you know, at first mom moving in Tennessee or like moving in the mountains or whatever, I'm like moving away from everyone. Uh, I, I wasn't cool with that. But now, you know that the average school, the average IQ in my school is lower than the retard level. I'm good to get out of here. And I was like, 
Okay, then. Well, I gotcha. That's what public school does. But he used easy peasy for uh, one year and he finished three years worth of actually close to four years worth of public school curriculum. So he wow. finished two and a half years in one year because the, the state requires when you homeschool in Georgia, the state requires that you do four and a half hours of curriculum a day. Right. So we started doing lessons at the easy peasy. And the, at first, like one day's lesson took him about three hours. And I was like, all right, you know, we'll do something else. We'll do a project. And then the next day, because he, as he got used to it, it took him like two and a half hours. Then it took him two hours. I was like, all right, so now you're doing two lessons a day. So very quickly, he started doing two lessons a day. Then he started doing three lessons a day. So he finished the first year at Christmas. He finished the second year by Easter. And then he was pushing into seventh grade, which he's only in sixth grade right now. <laughs> So, you know, it's a, it's an awesome, awesome program. It's called easy peasy and it really is easy and it's, it's excellent. And he is, how much does it cost? It's free. Oh, it's free. You can, it, I mean, you can donate to them if you like the curriculum and she mm -hmm. lives on donations. So, um, but, uh, you know, so it's, we make it's, a donation. Mm -hmm. you know, it's we, certainly, we make you know, our donation. It's and... certainly, you know, ex accepted or encouraged by other parents but she doesn't like she doesn't send you emails constantly begging for money literally like when you first sign up she's like this is a free program i put out for homeschooling if you would like to donate you can hit this button and that's she's like a the free only educator. notification you ever get on it so that's pretty awesome i hate people that harass you for money all the time so yeah so we actually moved our kids to catholic school um i thought it was the best thing it was yeah. great Saint you know i walked i walked in they're not in high school yet what's that i said they're not in high school yet right no, 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 no still not yet. Yeah. Two more years. St. Joe's. So, you know, I I walked into that school and just looking at the school going, this is this is what we went to. This is a school that, you know, we all went. The curriculum is there. <clears throat> and then the religion is just, I think, um, is what is missing from all schools, really. Um, but, you know, the, there was a the big fight about the uh, – Catholic schools, the Protestants and the Catholics way back in the day where the Catholics actually got the Protestants thrown out of the schools. And I remember uh, reading an uh, uh, article about that. And uh, it was actually the Catholic schools that got the Protestants thrown out of the public schools. I don't know if you guys that or not. The funny part is one of the things I loved about Catholic school was my kids always came home with questions. They always came home with questions about God. They would always say, Dad, I was taught this today. Is this real? And I always loved it. I was going, oh, shit. I didn't think I was going to be asked this today. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm being asked this and I'm being asked my opinion on it, now I've got to come up with an opinion. It was one of my favorite things about the kids. They would come home. They'd be like, hey, Dad, they said this today. It's cool. Is this my God least, really did this? My least favorite is sex ed in Catholic school. Have you gotten there yet? Okay. Uh, the wife's going to deal with that. Yeah, that that's I have two girls, so. See, we have boys. <laughs> we have boys. So. When the teenager, and I want to say, was it fifth grade or sixth grade? Yeah, you, you had me have the conversation. Okay, no, 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 no. You well, made you, me do it. You had the conversation yeah, first. You made, and then I had the real conversation. You made me do it because you were at the firehouse conveniently. They bring home a, a pamphlet, okay? And they don't talk about it in school. They make you, you go over it with your child, right? And it's all about sex. And there's a part for boys and there's a part for girls, right? So obviously we didn't talk about the part for girls. Well, Connor went through it anyway because he's curious. So I did tell him about the part for girls because why not? You know, you should know how that works too. But primarily we concentrate on the part for boys and, you know, the different 
the medical terms, the actual real terms for all the different physiology and all of that. The boner, the yeah. heart on. <laughs> so then it gets to the end and they talk about masturbation and literally it's like, masturbation is the devil. Don't do it. <laughs> and Connor looked at her and goes, damn, I'm going to hell. <laughs> he looks at me and he goes, for real mom? I was like, no, nah, dude, just put a sock on the doorknob so I don't walk in on you. <laughs> he still hasn't figured that out. Oh boy. So wait till you get to that. So. Oh yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm sure I'm that she's already had like... waxing his dolphin more times than I can count. <laughs> I'm like, dude, do something. At least show me. Put a sign on the door. <laughs> Don't bug me right now. Too much, but uh, yeah, I don't know how to segue from that. <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, we were talking about money. Oh yes, and money rules the world. You know how it is. Yes, um, boy. So yeah, no, they're the. It's very interesting about how the policies are very vague and how, you know, um, you know, I you think the teachers union would be really really upset about the waste of money. So we just had a citywide PTO like meet and greet, and uh, I brought up the question. I said, you know we have $150 million here. You guys, you're saying that, Oh, well, first off, they, um, I didn't tell you about the whole thing where the mayor gave him $150 million and then the school, the schools came back, not the board of ed, but the schools came back and said, Oh, we, now we have a shortfall of $4 million <laughs> because they forgot to put in their health insurance into the budget. So after that sounds like a you problem, that doesn't sound like a me a, problem. True. So they were upset. So the Democrats are upset that the mayor, who's a Republican, fully funded the schools. And now during election year, he could say, I fully funded the schools. Right. So now they were trying to say, hey, uh, well, oh, oh, we have a deficit and now we have to lay off teachers. So they they try, they were going to lay off nine teachers. But they had. 80 openings. So answer me, how do you do that? How do you do that to your teachers? And they're using them as pawns to politically. And, and I'm like, so wait a second, you have 80 openings, but you're laying off teachers. That doesn't make any sense. Any sense whatsoever. Any sense. Not, and not, last year, not when you have a, not when you have a def deficit of teachers. Yeah, but right. they're, they're going to, wait, 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 they're going to lay off the teachers that have been around the longest, the ones that don't, cow to the woke bullshit and who make the most money because they've been around the longest. Well, I think they had to go by union rules, which was they do. seniority rules. And so guess I what? My, my mom would still be yeah. safe even well, after then all it this doesn't, time. Then it doesn't Listen, make any sense no, at all because no, you're just going to fire one teacher no, that does. makes no money to, to hire it, another teacher that it, makes no money. It does because you know what they fall back on? Hmm. The retired, and this is something you got to watch up there. The retired yeah. teachers. Because you know who fills all the slots for subs? Retired teachers. Right. You want to know why? Because they still get a percentage of their uh, their retirement, but they also get paid for teaching as well. Right. And and it depends on the union contract. I'm not really sure what it speaks to as far as that. Um, but, you know, you, you're sitting there just asking some question. Wait, you have uh, 80 openings. Now, at the end of last year, you had 45 openings because I looked. So you had 45 openings during throughout the year. Where is that money? You, know you didn't who, pay those salaries. You didn't pay you know, the benefits. You know who you need to talk to? And I got to tell you, I hate to say this, but you got to go talk to my mom. Because you know what? She knows. 
She knows all those union reps. She knows all those people that you probably want to get in and good with because you want to know about the numbers and the money. And that's the people that you want to talk to because they're going to be straight up forward and honest with you and say, yeah, we never got that money from the state. Well, I have, uh, I have, I have, I have some guys working with me that are uh, helping out with things. Um, I'm not going to get into it with that, but no, um, don't, don't because I don't want to give away your plan. Just yeah, but um, you know, you 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 sit there and just ask honest questions, and you get stonewalled. You're you're just going to ask more questions, but exactly, you know, and they don't have the answers to it. So, um, you know, it, it's it's tough. And we, we're what two weeks away from the election, you know, and we have no idea who's going to win. It, you know. Um, the mayor that's running or the uh, person who's running against our mayor is a socialist. He even said it in the papers. He wants to bring us to a socialist city, you know, and there. So um, another part of this is we were sued. The, um, the independent party line nominated all of us Republicans onto their line. And the Democrats sued to get our names off of the independent party line. Uh, so I think my name is actually on still on there, but a bunch of guys got their names taken off. Really? Um, uh, there was a um, uh, there was a judge that ruled against us, and we had obvious evidence. We had all of our, all of the meeting minutes in place that they didn't show up to. Um, they showed up late to the last meeting trying to get their names pushed in. Um, so this judge and I heard I don't know if it's for sure but i heard now he's probably getting a job with lamont so mm-hmm. who knows our governor mm-hmm. um so it's it's crazy the stuff that goes on here you're just like so this is a small town politics but like they're really just trying to take over everything without with by force wait a minute the where, micro is indicative of the macro it starts at the local where, level where first of all tell everybody where you're at because i want everybody to hear where this is going on because this isn't going on in like la or new york city no, this is going on in small town connecticut uh it's in danbury connecticut and i'm actually wearing here i'll show you i'm wearing my trashers t-shirt just to let you know the danbury trashers is the new uh that's after the mob of course that was yes it was uh well fittingly it's so true (laughs) all the mob guys got kicked out of new york and they all moved to connecticut Yep. When they got into drugs and they turned the city into a shithole, they all moved to Connecticut. So literally, what, Connecticut has been run by the mob for so long. What what did Galante get in trouble for? Yeah, I know, I know. Galante was in trouble for mob giving. Guys. Yes, well, he got in trouble for giving his hockey players ghost jobs. Yes. Yeah. Well, pipe don't, jobs. Don't, pipe don't forget jobs. about the what, what? It was the old governor of Connecticut that um, embezzled the uh, retirement for. All of the teachers. Yeah, that was the first yeah. bit with the teachers. Uh, that yeah. was what Rowan, my right? was yes. Rowan, yes. Yep. Yep. Because and then you guys heard about Ganem too, like right? Mm-hmm. And you guys heard about Ganem where they just found one of his uh um office workers stuffing ballots in for a primary. Yes. Yeah, I heard about yes, that. Yes, we saw that. And Bridgeport, I tell you it? what, they're they are not hold they are not holding back that that um I'm trying to think of his name. I think it was Garcia. He's not holding back. They are pushing strong to get that overturned. Good. And you're like, huh, look at that election in thirds. Oh, that doesn't happen here. It doesn't happen in America. All elections are free and fair, especially the ones with a significant number of mail-in ballots, you know. Well, that's that's another interesting point. So the Democrats sued 
and because it's been going through appeal and appeal and we've been waiting on it, um, it delayed the ballots, the mail-in ballots, and they might not be ready to be put out before the election. So oh, the no. Democrats oh, may oh, have stopped oh. the mail-in ballots from being printed before the election. Ooh. That's so, awesome. I don't That's know. I haven't heard yet, but bullshit right there. Yeah, I love it. it just, yeah. Um, but you know, they, so they sued to get us taken off. And also, I don't know whoever's in Connecticut. There is a thing called the working families party in Connecticut. That sounds you guys like know a what that is. organization. What's that? It sounds like a communist organization. It is. It's the communist party of Connecticut. That's what I thought it was. Working families. All, all the candidates. Rashida Tlaib, AOC, I'm sure. Yep. Yeah. So people in Connecticut, you, you need to bring that up to people. It's amazing how many people don't know that. And I was just talking to some people today and said, oh, you know, they, they're, don't worry, they're endorsed by the workers party. They're like, what's that? And you explain it to them. What do you mean? I go, well, look up working party. Yeah, it's and a Marxist what, organization. Well, China comes up. Yeah, it's a <laughs> Marxist organization. Yeah. So, you know, wow. it, it's, and really just trying to get the word out to people saying, hey, listen, this, this you know, look what he said in the papers, socialist agenda, you know, look, look what's going on. Um, and then, and then you just see that the money's being, something's happened with the money. Um, and then you see the teachers are not being taken care of now. And that's to me, you, you always take care of your troops, right? Yeah. You know, and when a teacher is afraid to speak up about a broken toilet, it's pretty bad. See, you know? okay. When we were in school in Connecticut, Adam, you know, this as well as we do. Yeah. I mean, Mick only graduated because they didn't want him there anymore, but you and I did pretty well in school, right? Fuck you. If I stand you, out of trouble. True. Yeah, well, it is true, but <laughs> fuck you still. <laughs> I know. just talked about how proud of you I was. I know. That's why you let me talk because I graduated on my own recognizance, <laughs> not just for being a dick. Yeah, I, I graduated <laughs> through court. You all motherfuckers know exactly what I'm talking about. But, uh, you know, when we graduated, the top 100 high schools in the country were all in Connecticut. Our schools, you went to Danbury, I went to Brookfield, were in the top 10. Both mm -hmm. of our schools were in the top 10 high schools in all of the country. Yeah. Why? Because we had the best teachers, they were the best paid, and uh, I mean, they took care of their teachers, and in turn, the teachers took care of their students. If you don't take care of your teachers, who's taking care of your kids? Who's taking care so of the kids? I just have to point this out to you. Uh, my union president at the fire department is married mm -hmm. to the teacher's union president. How does that go over well or we don't we don't get along very well. Um, gotcha. fuck you can imagine. Yeah. Um, union but, guys at the, the phone. Mm -hmm. And and you know, so the biggest thing though, and it, it's crazy you talk about the teachers, but then you know, right now the high school, I think the the absenteeism is 25% right now because either the kids are scared to go to school. Well, first off, we have a lot of illegal immigrants that are in our school. So the safety, I, and I've had teachers tell me they are definitely afraid to even uh, discipline or say something to kids because they're worried about getting assaulted. Um, okay, hold on. When I was in elementary school at Mill Ridge, my mother. If you remember, 
I bet you remember this one, Adam. I bet you do. <laughs> we had that one teacher, and I won't call her out by name because I still love her. But she used to take kids out into the hallway and beat their ass with a hairbrush. She passed away. You can go ahead. Yes. You remember her? You can yes. say her name. She passed away. I, I got the paddle once. Mrs. Gardner. She passed away? Yes. Lois? Yes. Damn. Yeah. You know, I got the paddle it, once. It got to the point where we started calling her by her first name because once you're, you know, 30 years out of elementary school, you're allowed. Yeah. To that. But yeah, um, yeah, you got the paddle once, right? Yeah. And, and I remember when she got. That's my um, mom's best friend. I know. I, I remember when she was kind of disciplined. <laughs> Literally was. She was disciplined, <laughs> disciplined for kidding, hitting kids with the hairbrush. Um, yeah. And, uh, and she got so pissed because she was like, who ratted me out, you little fuck? <laughs> Well, actually, I, I got another story to tell you, and and it goes along with this whole thing because you know it's there, it's just strange that what they're doing with with uh, the kids and how they how they um, separate them and put them in different uh, areas with their behavior issues. Because uh, when when my oldest was at, uh, in kindergarten, so was that eight years ago, the first day of kindergarten, the teacher was attacked by a kindergarten student. She had a chair thrown at her, hit in her face, and then she had a chunk taken out of her leg. He bit her. And the kid said every swear word in the book. All right? This is the first day of kindergarten. That kid was still there in March, disrupting the class every single day. And we, you know, and we asked the question constantly, why, you know, you're failing the class and the boy that was doing it. You know, it's not the boy's fault what's going on at home, but you shouldn't you shouldn't be subjecting these kids to, to him, his behavior. He needs one-on-one. -on -one. Why is it taking so long? I mean, from September to March, they had this boy in the class at least two hours and disrupted the class for two hours. And you, you're you're thinking to yourself, how is this how is this possible, right? Um, and you have uh, therapists, you have social workers, you have all these people coming in. Trying to say, oh well, you know, oh well, we he needs a little more time. He needs a little more time. You're going, what? You're you're failing the boy. For what? And then I just found out. Well, I just found out that he finally got into a good school or into a a one on one session, and he's doing great now. But like all that time, he was in the kindergarten disrupting the kindergarten. It ruined the rest of the rest of the kids. You know, yeah, it's trauma experience. for them. You know, no matter what, yeah. it's trauma for the kid because yeah. even the other kids seeing that type of acting Behavioral out issues. they're they're seeing something that is being considered to them now accepted because he can act out that way so now they're going to start acting out see that's well, all bullshit well and i mean it was they she had a really good class and it was really just that boy and and you're just asking you're wondering you're like who like they can't teach us in college you know you have all these people with all these degrees they should be able to figure out that this is not the best product. Look, I only have an associate's degree, and I figure that out pretty quickly. This boy needs one-on-one, -on -one and he needs he needs help. And you're failing him, and you're failing the school, or failing the class. And, you know, this happens every day now. Every day there's classes that have kids in there that don't speak English, that are literally sitting there, and the teachers don't know what to do with them because they don't they don't speak English, uh, Spanish, you know. Um, and they – and the – even with, you know, you can't blame the kids that are illegal. They're, you know, they're, they're kids. And if they're going to the school, we got to figure something out with them. Unfortunately, that's, that's just the burden that we have to take on. But, you know, 
are sticking in the classroom where they don't know anybody speaking the same language is not going to help the kid. Correct. And because our government put us in that position, we have to make sure that we elevate that. That's got to be the biggest part of this. The only reason this is happening is because our government put us in this position. And yeah, there are a bunch of I'm sure in Connecticut, it's even, I remember back in the day in Connecticut where you used to drive behind home Depot and pick up workers that wanted to clean up your yard. Um, I it's thought on Elm Street now you get them on Elm Street. I, I, I thought that shit was going to be the same down here in the South. Nope. When I went behind Home Depot, there was nobody. And why was there nobody? Because they don't support that shit. They're like, get off our property. And I was amazed to find out I just had to go to Target. And then I went to Target and found them there. And I said, all right, let's go. And uh, yeah, they'll do whatever you want for 20 bucks. So, and, and that's, I'm going to bring up this next issue. So, um, um, a friend of mine, she was a para, and she got assaulted by a, I think he was a 12 or 13-year-old, but he weighed about 180 pounds. And he was, you know, he was uh, not autistic. He may have had downs and punched her in the face, broke her uh, nose and eye socket, and um, they refused to call the police. They refused to call an ambulance, uh, and then they denied her workers' comp benefits, and then they tried to put her back with a kid. She was an au pair? No, she uh, was yeah. a yeah, like no, she a, was a pair. Yeah, like a, a, like a the secondary teacher. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So them. basically she just was one-on-one with him. And you're thinking, you're going, you know, this is a tough job. It's not an easy job dealing with a kid that, I mean, this kid was, I, I was aggressive in uh, multiple ways. And, you know, the school just turns a blind eye and, and just – sells the teachers down the river and it's it's crazy and you're you're you know i i asked her i asked her about the union contract that they filed the union and nothing they didn't even there's and it, it's sad it's sad to see that our teachers are, are in trouble you know they're that they're they're being threatened in school they there's no discipline the kids can use their phones all they want in, in high school they don't they don't need to put their phones away um you know uh it, and it's 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 pretty sad to see that is, yeah, that's, hey, look, if you're in Connecticut, if you're in the Danbury area, this guy's running for the Board of Education. This is who you want to vote for. I'm, I'm dead serious. Uh, it, it's too, too easy. Yeah. yeah, and what you can do is come and speak publicly at the meetings. Um, you know, every two weeks we have a meeting and anybody can come and speak. And I think you guys should do that in every time that you're in, um, you know, because, it's it's really important. I just we just had uh, somebody that reached out to me spoke at the meeting last night about another incident. We had a teacher uh, I could talk about it now was uh, writing bomb threats in crayon and leaving in a bathroom in bathrooms and adult teacher. And um, they were investigating kids for months, ter- you know, interrogating kids for months, the poor kids. Um, and they found out it was a teacher. And they finally fingerprinted it and found out it was a teacher. You know, and so what did I do today? I reviewed the policy on hiring practices and uh, what what mental tests are you given? And there is none. All it does say is you have to be in good physical health. So, so, so hold on. Hold on one quick second, okay? So to be a police officer in the United States, right? You have to take a, a psychological test, yeah. okay? Just to be a police officer to carry a gun, 
Okay. You have to take a psychological test. You got to know right from wrong. And it's a basic uh, black and white psychological test. There's nothing special about it. When I took it, I was like, seriously, I've seen this like 30 times. This is gay. Anyway, you take this psychological test and as long as you pass, you can carry a gun. Yet a teacher, a teacher who molds young minds, I'm sorry, that is a more important psychological test than one to carry a gun. If you're a teacher and you're teaching kids, I want to know if you're a fucking psycho or not. Period. Yes. And, you know, they do run a background check. But again, the background check isn't going to tell, you know, if there's something something in your past that, you know, I mean, it, it's and I'm sure they're not running a full full one, you know, a full seven year like we had to do in the military for our clearances, you know, but. Uh, there should be an evaluation or a testing procedure that they need to go through. Um, you know, we did years. that, that was a secret for a top secret. It was 11 years. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you're, 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 I'm just thinking to myself, well, how, do, how does this person get there? And, and then the, the parents were really concerned because uh, there was a huge lapse. And when they figured out it was a, a adult and then, that person's being taken out of school. It was months, you know? So that was a big question that was being brought up too. going, why was there a delay? Um, you know, it's really strange that the, I, I guess the FBI was called before the local police for some reason. Um, wow. You know, so, so the local FBI office is involved. That, and yeah. Wow. And so, you know, you know, yeah, normally that's federal charges because when you're talking about bomb threats in a school, you're talking about kids, you're talking about, yeah, that's a federal charge. But so what, what I was explained to me was by a police officer is that the, um, they take a long time to figure out and fingerprint where if it went to local PD and state, it would have been a week or two. So why the delay? Like there's, so, you know, there's decisions that are being made. You're trying to, uh, figure it out. The Board of Ed was totally, totally uh, in the dark about all of this. The the administration was the only one that knew about this stuff, um, you know, because they said there's a pending investigation. But, you know, you're, you you got to look at the safety of the kids. So um, it, it's there's so much to un unwind. And uh, you guys brought up uh, sports. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. You look in the budget, sports actually have um, – they actually have money left over from last year and posted into their budget. And I'm like, Oh, look at that. The sports actually had money play. left over. Yeah. They didn't. And play. they actually moved it from the next, from the year before, but none of the other ones had that. Really? <laughs> so you're going because of title nine, they probably have to report that. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. that's you know, a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. You're right. Title nine, they would be required to report that. Yeah. As additional income. So we have a lot of work to do. Um, you know, we have a great, great slate of, um, of people running and uh, hopefully we could get this fixed. Uh, it's, it, it kind of stinks that we're going through this, but um, you know, we're, we're trying, we're trying our best to, to make this better. It's, you know, you're, we're, we're fighting against evil. That's what I feel like, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it, it is, these people are not, uh, not looking at the best interest of our kids or, or just fiscally looking at the best interest. Um, 
And then I, I have one other thing that I just need to tell everyone. You really need to look at your schools and what is going on in the schools. So I'm sure you heard about all the uh, questionable things being taught in the schools. That happened to my daughters too. The, the books, the the books, the, the people drag talking, queen, the drag queen story hours, all well, that shit. So they were doing it subtly, and I was listening to it while they were doing their online classroom because they talk about their feelings. And this guy would come in, who I didn't know who he was. He wasn't part of the part. He wasn't an employee of the um, schools. He was a contractor that was coming in and discussing. He was a special and discussing about their feelings and. You know, how do you feel today? And, how, you know, and, and you're going, what is this? Why, why are you asking my daughter this? You start asking questions and they, you know, get offensive, you know, offended. But so what we found out was is that and I just learned today because um, I was doing some research for when I was going to talk to you guys. But uh, we have a nonprofit that's working in our schools. That is a literacy program. Um, I'm trying to think of the name. I uh, didn't I had it up, but. You know, if I started digging and it only took me a few pages to find out that the Gates of Foundation is part of it. Oh, isn't that nice? Yeah. So this contractor, it's it's basically a literacy program. Um, trying to remember the name. But if you if you start looking through your your schools, you'll find nonprofits working. And it's probably that's probably what it is. And this is what this is the money that's being funneled from the state through grants into your schools that don't go through your board of ed that aren't on your budget. Um, the, the people that are running it aren't going, aren't being hired through the school system. They're being hired through the nonprofits. So it's something for you guys to look at and, and um, make people aware of, Hey, this, why are these people in school talking to our kids when they're not part of the schools? Um, you know, they they make it really nice. The websites are really you could tell there's a lot of money behind it, um, but it's it, it was something that we discovered. And, and it's it's got to be in every school system. You just got to look for it. You, you got to wonder, because, you know, if it's going on in Connecticut, it's probably happening here in Georgia, too. Mm -hmm. We just haven't seen it yet at the level that you've seen it, obviously. And your level is obviously a lot more than ours. It's not as blatant. But I wonder I, I wonder for the rest of you all, you know, when you start looking at your schools it, it, and all of you out there, because you're not just in Connecticut. We know that you're all over the United States. But the point is, is if, if this is happening in Connecticut, it's happening in your hometown. You're just not aware of it the same way we weren't aware that our county board, that their website isn't legit like the same thing is going on they're using technology to cover up what they're doing that that's my belief it's been my belief since since the beginning ever since they started with email email was the start of technology covering up um their inability to do their job and that is something i have noticed and now i just saw a judge saying it to me a magistrate was saying it to me Somebody who's above, you know, she's up there in the law. She's supposed to know more about the law than me. And I'm calling her out saying a point of order because you're wrong. She's lying. I did. Did, uh, did you tell them about my, my, um, me lecturing the judge, judge on honesty and integrity no, no, on the because way out? I was waiting for you oh, to do that. God, this was freaking, this was epic. So at the very end of it, the judge asked, did you have anything else to say? And I said, yes, ma'am, I do actually. 
you know, we live our lives primarily with the precepts of honesty and integrity foremost. And when someone who is a representative of the county, of the court, can blatantly lie both on paper and on the stand, when she swears that she made every effort to reach out to me and never did, when she swears that she sent this by certified mail, but I have the first class envelope right here, she is a blatant liar. And there doesn't seem to be any accountability for that. So that does not lead me to have any trust in the county, code enforcement, or the court for that matter. Mm -hmm. And she about swallowed her tongue like that there was there was pretty much silence in the courtroom and then when then we walked out. So actually then she had her clerk give me her direct email address, the clerk's email address. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, I will be uh, writing a strongly worded email to the head of state code enforcement because they just happened to have a conference at my old hotel last week and I got some email addresses. So um, strongly worded emails, here we come. We're going to have some fun. Oh yeah. We're gonna open so up and I can't, fire I can't see the uh, chat, but are there any questions that may have for me? Yes, I will. Ask, um, are there any, hold on, let me. Yeah, there's a background. You have a background noise. Yeah, right. um, it is important for uh, Lady Lily Liberty said it's important for you to go to your local school board meetings. Even if you don't have children in school, we have to stop the evil indoctrination to save our children. I agree. Yeah. Uh, this week, another Southern Iowa school was found having listening devices in their bathrooms. Oh, not sure if anybody's actually uh, the entire outcome, but I'd imagine it's going to get resolved quickly. <laughs> Scroll up because I really like what Texas Trout said here. He said, I had a friend from Russia when I was in college. He was shocked at how easy he found the classes to be. I asked him why. And he said, in Russia, teachers are implanting knowledge that's not currently in a student's head. A doctor is repairing what's already there. That ideology has always stuck with me all these years. Hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, it's I, that kind of sounds like what what Liam says, what our little one says, having been going from private Catholic school to homeschool and now to public school, he divides his class into jabbed and unjabbed. Yeah. Vaxxed and unvaxxed. He's like, Oh, those vax kids. I'm like, how can you tell? Well, first off, they're dumb. Okay. They all hang together. They can't actually comprehend anything. They can't do anything. And they're just, they're, they're retarded. And they, oh, like, he said sick. they smell different. Oh yeah. He did say they smell different too. Interesting. Yeah. Isn't that though? Hmm. So anyway, but y'all understand Adam isn't like our normal guests, right? I've known Adam for 35 years now. 20 no, more than that. We're old. <laughs> I know we are. We are old as fuck, Adam. Okay, Calm dude. Down me now. and you used to get drunk driving around in New Milford, bro. <laughs> I deny everything. I deny. Yeah, everything. I know you do. Remember that time the doctor cut that cyst out of my leg, and then we went and partied in New Milford all night. <laughs> you drove me to that doctor's appointment, by the way, Adam. <laughs> I, I know nothing about those. Anyway. Things. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, it's fun times back then for office. Adam, Come on, Adam stayed. I know. He, he, <laughs> hey, he drove me to a doctor's appointment. Okay. Yeah. Cause my mom was working all the time. Like Adam's always in, been a good guy in my Chevy Malibu. Oh, yes. Yeah, we, we had, had we had one too. Malibu. Yes. But I uh, yeah. understand y'all Adam stayed in commie Connecticut when we fled 
right? He stayed to fight the good fight. And now he's putting his money where his mouth is. He took his kids out of public school and he put them in Catholic school. And yet he is still running for the Board of Education in public school because it's not just about his kids. It's about all the kids. Again, if you're going to stand up, put your money where your mouth is, folks, get out there. Hey, if you're in Connecticut right now, and I know we got listeners in Connecticut, get out there, vote for this guy. Seriously, this is how we started. If we started with the kids, the kids are going to come up with a better upbringing. They're going to understand the country better. They're going to understand what the rights are. They're going to understand how to vote. That's the most important part is education. If we don't start with our kids, what are we starting with? We're fucking up. That's what we're doing. That's what he's trying to change. Yeah. You know, uh, walking the streets, we've been walking the neighborhoods uh, for as candidates and and talking to people. And I have to tell you that 60%, it's been about 60% here in Danbury that we've talked to that are, are voting Republican and they are not voting Democrat at all. Um, You know, and and that's hopeful, but I think, you know, the biggest part that we have in every single municipality, every single town is that everybody has to get out and vote because the last election, there was only about, I think it was about 18 or 20,000 people voted in the local election for the mayor. Wow. And, you know, is a big city. Understand it's what, like the third largest city in Connecticut. Um, I think we're six. It's about a hundred thousand now. Okay. Um, so, and we, we are getting overrun, you know, by, by Democrat voters, but we no, can, you're getting overrun by illegals. Yeah, what you're getting, both. you're not getting uh, overrun by illegal voters because your numbers would have been way off in the last election. Well, we have voted. one. We have one huge variable this year from two years ago. Yeah, is that we've had a huge influx of New Yorkers coming from the city. Oh yeah. really? Well, yeah, Ooh, that's they can't, they can't afford to live in the city and they don't want to. It's so dangerous. It's that's a and, good. You know, a house probably. Five years ago, the medium household was probably 280. You know, it's about five to 600 now. Wow. For a regular raised ranch. Um, and yeah. all these New Yorkers are moving up, getting out of the city, and they're moving here, and they're probably going to vote the same way because that's, that's all they know. You're, you're absolutely right. Because when her dad sold her house, when his house in New York or in Connecticut, he sold it for like 1.4 million. And, uh, he was not even thinking it was going to go for that much. And the first day he put it on the market, like the first offer was made was like at 1.4 million. And he was like, I had no, no idea that it was going to go that much. He actually had it appraised less than that. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy because people are walking in paying cash too for houses. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, how, how is this possible that there's this many people just walking around with this much cash? It doesn't make sense. That's where you bring up whole black rock and Vanguard and going, what, what is really going on here? You know, because they're basically overinflating the market. Um, that was another big thing that happened. I don't know how much time we have left, but that was another big thing that happened. Was um, you got as much time. They, as you want. Okay, so another thing that happened was the um, the mill rate issue. So the state, the city has to set the mill rate. I think March first or something like that. Well, the the assessor's office didn't come back until like May, so the city had to guess on the mill rate and they dropped it tremendously and the assessments came back even higher than they expected. So the, so taxes went up, right? Because of inflation. And again, now the Democrats are using that against the mayor saying, well, he raised taxes. Well, yeah, but the state runs when the assessments come out. So, 
see how these games play. There's, yeah. there's always a, a give always and go. There's somebody and, else to blame. There's always yeah. somebody else to blame. Yeah. It wasn't my fault. It was the mayor's fault. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the mayor's fault. It was the governor's fault because the governor's a Democrat. He's an idiot. And he raised the milk. No, I know. Yeah. So they, so the mayor, they, the city rate, uh, lower our mill rate. We have one of the lowest. I think we're like 122nd in the state. Like it's wow. really low compared to most places. And, uh, you know, we have full time fire department, police department, you know, EMS services. We have, you know, a fully functioning city. And, um, you know, they're, they're, the Democrats are always rooting for raising the taxes. But then when you raise the taxes, actually go up by accident. Now they're, now they're land based on you. And, you know, so it's a, just politics all around. It's, it's since, not, but since you're involved with the fire department, I got a question for you because it's something yeah. I noticed down here in the South. Volunteers, they've fallen off or they picked up. So we are actually a combo department. Uh, yeah. We have five paid stations. Yeah, I know that. No, that's why yeah. I was asking. Volunteers yeah. fallen off or picked up? So they're falling off. Um, what yeah. they're doing now is we have, uh, 12 volunteer firehouses they're combining all of them and they're making battalions so basically they can respond to you know five different stations and take a vehicle so if they need like a air light unit or a tanker or a fire police vehicle they could just go and they're kind of cross manning now just to keep their responses up but you know when i showed up here and i, I started working here in 2003 um there's probably about 100 volunteers there's now I would say active members probably twenty five. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's uh, I'm actually one of the guys that get along with the volunteers, where a lot of guys don't. Yep. Um, but you know, I know a lot of them because I live here. So, um, and you have to have a good working relationship with them, especially when it's three o'clock in the morning and you don't want to sit on wires down calls and the fire police come out and take over for you. They'll come out for me, but they won't come out for other people, you know, because I take care of them. So, um, you know, they're, and it we need them. It's still an asset that you need, um, you know, and the guys, I mean, they do it for free. And, you know, it's it's um, it's an important it's a crucial part, especially our air and light and our tankers. Yeah. Um, you know, fire police is always great, too. I don't know if you know what that is. Fire police closes down roads. And, yep. and no, no, no. Goes. I know exactly. Yeah. They make sure that your five inch doesn't get run over by some fucking jackass who thinks it's more important to go forward than it is to wait until somebody tells you to, hey, yeah. there's a five inch stretch across the road. You're going to fuck up your whole transaxle when you drive over that. Yep. And they did anyway. It's really funny. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah. I'm no, it's, it's, it's tough. You know, I mean, it's tough being a volunteer because everybody has to have two jobs now, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it's, and it's a commitment because you have to keep your certifications up, your training, you know, there's, there's a lot to it to be a volunteer. And, and when you, you got guys that have to work double jobs, you can't be here, you know? So. Well, that's why I was asking because the, down here, I noticed like when I was, I, I started off as, cause like up North, you start off as a volunteer. Like you, you get in the fire service, you start off as a volunteer. That's how I started. I started yep. up North as a volunteer. And then when I came down here, I saw the opportunity to volunteer for a local department. I was like, yeah, sure. I'll volunteer. And I volunteered for it. And that got me in the door. But then after that, it was the paid side was just, once I realized what the fuck are we doing? Uh, anyway, yeah, whatever. yeah. I mean, and you know, a lot of it's really hard to get on a fire department in some places. You know, here it's 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 really hard to to get on. I mean, it's easier now because I think we only had about a couple hundred people take the last test. Um, it's it's crazy. Like we 
we the RPD right now we just hired 40 police officers. I think 38 of them were NYPD transfers. Wow. You know. Yeah, my brother yeah. left New York City. He left New York City, went to Michigan. Okay. Just for well, that fucking one reason. Is that is that a change or no? I don't I don't know if that's a change or not. No, he, it's a big change because now he's out in the woods. He now he's out in the fix. He lived in Newtown and he commuted to go to work as a cop in the city. Oh. And then That's, well in the Bronx. In the Bronx. And then for a while. And then he, he was up at he was a cop in, in Brookfield Connecticut. For yeah, like in Brookfield for a while. A couple years. But yeah. then they moved out to Michigan. Yeah. Okay. Then. So now he's a cop out. And now he wants to get out entirely. He's like, fuck this job. I want to be a real estate agent. Yeah. Well, he should have started a couple of years ago. He'd be making bank now. Shit, right? Yeah. Uh it, it and you know, our police force here is uh very, very good. Um we have a great relationship with them, and it's actually because of hockey um, that we have a great relationship with them. We, when we started doing the charity hockey games, where we did it with the Trashers. Yep. Um, you know, we, we, yeah, the Trashers are fun. Um, we actually practiced before the Trashers, so they would come out and skate with us. So the guys like Omicholis and all those guys would always come out and skate with us. Uh, you know, before their practice, so it was it was a lot of fun. That it was a fun time for that. We didn't know everything that was going on, but. Um, you know, our, our police and fire charity game really brought us together and, and uh, makes it a better working environment. Unfortunately, we don't do that anymore. COVID, right? Oh, it costs too much. No, it hurts too much. Oh, it hurts, it hurts too much. much. Well, you're too old now. Yeah, we get that. Yeah. We that entirely. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, so now that now the guys are playing pickleball. Dude, that's like an old man sport. I that's know. like an old man sport. Uber yep. sport. Like I mean, why, Florida yeah. man sport. Why don't you just go to the local men's club and play handball? <laughs> well, it's just funny because, like, you, you I, I always, whenever they're like, hey, let's go play pickleball, I go, you know, we used to play ice hockey. <laughs> you know, but come on, we guys. We used to really? play a man sport, you know, yeah. where you could check somebody and let them know, fuck you. Yeah. And our, 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 the first few charity games were actually bloodbaths. There, it was, non-stop checking and fights and then we're like you know this 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 isn't good we need to change this up so that's when we started practicing together and uh and then we just made it fun and and uh boy i I don't know i think we must have played we did probably 12 12 games you know so um you know it was fun and and you know the police and fire we we have a great working relationship uh in our city and um you know i'm uh we're i'm thankful that we do because because they they always watch our back too so yeah. And there's a lot of places that don't, so you're yeah. you're blessed to have that. Yeah, because yeah. I've been in those where they don't. It's not good. Where the cops yeah, should have, are fighting. I, I should have um, our uh, assistant coach, Johnny Kropinski, come on here. I don't know if you guys – do you remember him? I know I shared yes. his uh, his yes. pep talk on here if you want. I'll, I'll get him. So he, I was on his team up till what, last year. Um, he still plays. Not very good, but um, – <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I could get him on here. He's the one that won the um, well, the Fox Nation uh, Hero Award. That was it yes. two years ago. Yeah, really. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Kropinski? Yeah, Johnny Kropinski. He's about five one. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I do remember him. Yeah, now I do. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Uh, what's his name? Gave him the award. Uh, uh, not no legs, but uh, <laughs> one uh, of the Fox guys. Yeah. News. The other guy, uh, Brian Kilmeade, gave him the award. Yes, Kilmeade, yes. Kilmeade gave him the award. 
Milk yeah, toast. yeah, yeah. No, so he he still works with us. He says he's retiring. He's been saying he's retiring for the last like five years. So, dude, he but, was uh, the guy in charge of all the musters. You remember the old musters, the firefighter musters that you that was be, up in New Milford. Yeah, New Milford, Brewster, yeah. and uh, we used to go to uh, I forget the other place, uh, Wallingford. Wallingford was the other big, um, yeah, muster, and we would go there for the musters. I remember that guy doing the musters. That guy was a nutbag. He was fucking dragon hose and drinking beer all at the same time. And I was like, "How do you do that? I want to be that epic one day. How exactly. do I do that?" Yeah, back when uh, in t- when I was twenties, you know, in the twenties, it was a lot easier than now. It's, yeah, you know, but uh, uh, I'm trying to think of who that was. There wasn't Ed Henry, was it? I'm trying to think of his been. name. But I, I know they still do it because Bridgewater Fair still does their uh, little Because Propinski was up there all the time. I used to see him all the time doing the shit with uh, Danbury. He Probably always drinks his beer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I yeah. miss the Bridgewater Fair. The Bridgewater Fair was always a blast. Dude, that was, a, that was dope. It almost reminded me of what we went to the other night. Here. Almost, almost. Almost. But Bridgewater was better. But smaller. Yeah. Much smaller. Yeah. Anyway. Well, we're going to let you go because we know you okay. got to go. Uh, where can people find you? Where can they donate to your campaign? Where can I, I know there's a lot of people who all agree. Um, where can we go? Uh, well, you can you can go to uh, the Danbury Town, um, uh, Danbury Republican Town Committee. I think it's the um, look that up and you could donate right there online to uh, my commander campaign or anybody's campaign there. Um, I, I have uh, limited social media just because of you know, trying to ignore the noise. Uh, I am on uh, Telegram. I'm on, um, and uh, you can find me under, I believe it's Sergeant Wars still. You're on Truth so, too. And yes, and I'm on Truth Social. You can look up uh, at Master Sergeant Horse, uh, uh, Master SGT uh, Horse. Yep. And you can find me on there too. So, um, you know, if you guys have any questions or any, uh, you need any advice or. He's anyway, always in the chat. He's Sergeant always Morris in the chat. In the chat. He, he's in yep. he's always in our chat. Sergeant Horse, you'll see him. If you got a question, ask him when he's in the chat. If you want to ask him directly, if not, you can ask him offline. I'm sure he's got his email address up there. You can get to him. Yeah. Yeah. You can uh send me a message on uh truth. And you know, like I said, the biggest thing is just being aware of what's going on and and asking questions and and sometimes you got to dig a little bit and, and trying to find out. Uh, the, I learned so much reading the the union contracts, the policies of your school, um, you know, and and just talking to your teachers and just hey, say, hey, how's things going? It actually goes a long way because teachers are like, oh, he actually cares about what I think, you know, like, um, you know, because it, it's really important that your teachers are being taken care of because they're taking care of your kids, um, you know, and, and they're. They're the ones that are seeing the things that are going wrong. So you can find some that are friendly to you that are on your political side. You're going to get a, a definitely a, a an earful. Yeah. Yeah. And your children know which ones those are. Ask them. Yeah. Seriously. Yep. Your kids know which way your their teachers lean in on the political level. Like, I mean. My kid comes home all the time and says, dad, don't talk to this teacher because she's yeah. a liberal. Yeah. Or he'll be like, mom, you should talk to this teacher because well, she, runs, she runs a farm. Like she, she's the, <laughs> you know, she, she runs, like she takes care of the chickens and the gardens here at the school. Cause our, our middle school has a whole program for, you know, where the kids do gardening and they, they have chickens anyway. Um, so <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what fun is that? Though? I mean, you do have to talk to everybody and you go, you know, uh, it's, 
it's it's amazing because you start discussing things with with uh, Democrats or liberals and and you know and you start asking questions or you give them a point like oh you know I thought this or this and oh I never I didn't hear that I didn't hear that you, you they say that a lot where they go oh I didn't hear that even guys at work I'm like yeah, oh I, hear this I, I saw that today firsthand we saw that today firsthand when I said wait a minute so what you're telling me is what's on your website is not published correctly and she said yes and I said well why the fuck do I have to follow it yeah 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 and it's amazing because this, I mean, really, everything that we're dealing with is a lack of information, a lack of knowledge of what's going on around them. That they, they, their situational awareness is just, Shit. you know, they're, yeah. I mean, and um, just trying to get it through. It, it's, it's kind of funny. I've, I've already been spoke to a few times at work because I'm not allowed to talk politics at work, and I would ask them, well, what did I say? And they can't tell me. Oh. So. So the guys on my engine crew and the guys that work overtime with me, I always tell them, all right, we need to set up a safe word in case I say something that's out of the norm. Uh, so I know that I'm on the edge of possibly hurting somebody's feelings, you know, because I, because I don't know what I said and, you know, it's, and they're telling me I'm not allowed to speak politics, even though I, we actually have another lieutenant's running on the other side. Um, but he's allowed to speak all he wants. So I'm dealing with that work. Um, it's it, it and Vlin knows I've been in the trenches here uh, with our vaccine stuff and masking and yeah I don't even know what else it, it it's been nuts these last few years it's been nuts and I'm really tired of it and just want everything to, to go back to normal. Adam now, actually managed to retain his job at the firehouse without being vaccinated. There was that 28 right there in and of itself is pretty epic. fucking epic. There was 28 of us in a communist controlled state. That's how you do way. it. That's how you, you got it. You got to band together because you know, our union, 28 of you, our union basically told us when, so when they started making us wear masks because we were unvaccinated, but nobody else had to wear a mask and we're going around. So we had to, we we're the ones that had to wear a mask. We actually went to a structure fire and it was a, it was a garage fire. Most of us were outside working and half of us were wearing masks and half of us weren't. And people saw it going, what is this nonsense? Did they put a yellow you know? star on your mask? Because that's, that's basically the same thing. I actually said that to a police officer walking by. He's like, what is that on your face? I go, oh, my star. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. And they're like, the cops were like, what? why are you guys wearing masks out here? What, what's going on? Because we didn't have, we, it was only supposed to be masks inside or so. I forget what it was. And finally, somebody saw a citizen actually complained to the fire department saying, why are these, Why are you making these guys wear masks while they're working on a fire, right? I mean, it was ridiculous. Yep. Um, and it's, you know, and you just stand your ground. And, um, you know, it when when the whole vaccine thing came out, our union basically told us, oh, if you don't like it, get the shot. That was our union telling us that and going, what do you mean? That's, that's not how this this works for a union. We're supposed to stick together, you know? So, um, yeah. you know, and I'll, thank God we had 28 of us because they couldn't fire all of us, you know? Um, yep. I'm sure they would have, if they could have. Yes, they would have. Cause we watched yeah. it happen down here. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And, and I, uh, yeah. yeah. FDNY guys finally got, got their jobs back, you know, but I heard all, a year and a half after all, all New York yeah. city employees that were, relieved of duty for being unvaccinated every single one of them got their jobs back with back pay 
per a federal judge this week in New York. Yep. Did, did you also hear that 30% of the firefighters, this was the firefighters that were relieved that didn't get the jab. Mm -hmm. They all retired today. They walked off the job today. Yeah. They were like, wow, you want to fuck us like that? Watch this. We got all our money back. We're walking. They walked today. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you know, it, um, you. you know, you're the, when you have numbers, you can, you can definitely fight. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's the one thing I've said over and over again, if we all stood together as a people and we just didn't show up to work tomorrow, everybody, uh, well, you know, just what is this country going to do? It would shut yeah. down. Honestly, standing your ground now, I got offered my old job back today for a hundred thousand dollars for $30,000 more than I was making when I left. And I said, <laughs> not in a million fucking years. I'm never going back there. You've lost your fight. You couldn't pay me $200,000 to go back there. I was just going to say, you should have said, make it two and maybe. I was about to say, 300000 I'm pretty sure we could agree on. I mean, maybe, maybe, but with limited hours. Yes, yes. <laughs> work from home. Right? It doesn't work that way in a hotel. But, you More know, shit. it's getting to the point now where the people that stayed in there, that got the jabs and they stayed in their jobs now, the absentee rate among employees yeah. is like 30%. When you include the absentee rate, with the actual unemployment rate, not the bullshit that they put out, but like the actual um, people that aren't even looking for jobs anymore. Mm -hmm. And the people that are filing unemployment and the absentee rate, our unemployment rates over 15%. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, it's really disheartening knowing that these guys took all these shots, you yeah. know, and guys that you work with that you tried warning, you tried saying, Hey, just wait, you know, and I just kept going telling guys, just wait, just wait, don't, you know, let's see what's going on here. Just wait. You know, even my wife ended up taking the jab. She works, she coaches at Immaculate doing field hockey and they Immaculate. And I said to her, I go, they don't have religious exemption, but the constitution state of Connecticut decided to get rid of religious exemption. Well, and the Pope said that, you know, that uh, the jab was, required okay. so um that catholics okay. immediately said no you have to get the jab yeah i don't yeah i yeah. don't think he's a i don't think he's a real pope anyway i, well, don't, I, I no. mean for him to do what he's doing it doesn't make any sense i mean every catholic should be up in arms with what's going on you know? i am and i've been you mean up in the arms fact and that i've he been screaming at the top of my lungs trying to tell people klaus this is schwab is more important than jesus christ <laughs> he literally said the pope the Pope of the Catholic Church came out and said that Klaus Schwab is more important than Jesus Christ. Fuck you. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. And, it, and you know, you're like I said, we're dealing with this and, and you know, you know that these people are going to get sick, unfortunately. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, it's just die. a matter of time. And it's really, really um, it's really difficult to watch because you really just have to keep your mouth shut now and just you know, see, see it happen. But, um, you know, and on a daily basis, we go to so many strokes, seizures, uh, cardiac arrests. Um, I mean, it's the numbers have got to be through the roof compared to a couple of years ago. Um, you know, and I, I worked in Florida and I never saw this many strokes in Florida, you know, so with the old people. Yeah. Well, get you know. this. We got, especially here in Savannah, like I just asked today said, Hey, I asked, Bunch of the EMTs said, Hey, how many calls have you been to at schools since football season started? And the numbers are ridiculous. We had a kid die at a football game. We've had two. Oh, two die. 
at yeah. two separate games. Yeah. In the last four weeks, we've had 18 go down with cardiac injuries. Mm. Yeah. You What's know, that? we are also, we're also going to a lot of uh, CIs or crisis interventions. Uh, I mean, it's through the roof and who knows if that's, Part of this yeah, or not, but it causes psychosis. We know this. People yeah. hearing voices, they're just I, I swear to God, the neighbor across the street lost his fucking mind after his last jab. I guarantee you he got a jab, and then that's he literally he drives down the street and he looks for any infringement he can find and he takes pictures and he texts it to the code enforcement officer. He reported three people in one day. Wow, that's a that's crazy. Right? That's, yeah, I mean, what kind of they're your neighbors. You have to be? They they yeah. live right. Like eventually, one day they might band together, come to your house, put a gun in your face, and say, "If you say another fucking word, we're gonna shoot you." I mean, I don't understand how you live that way. So it was kind of interesting. So we actually have some Democrats that are running with us um, that switched over, and uh, we There's were walking. Been a lot this, of that going around. Yeah. So and and one of them I grew up with, you might know her, um, and I. And so she was complaining about the other people's property, saying, you know, look at this blight, look at all this stuff, look how he keeps his house. And I, I said to her, I go, so just to let you know, I know you've been on the Democrat side for a long time. Republicans, conservatives, we we keep to ourselves. And if that's how you want to live, that's how you want to live. We don't see that's a totally difference between the two of us. If yeah. I want to own a gun, I will. If you would, you know, if you want to own a gun or if you don't want to, that's your choice, right? You know, so you don't have everybody not own a gun. You know, so like they, they just and I had to explain to her. She's like, "Oh, well, I didn't really." And I said, "Yeah, that." I said, "As a conservative, that's their land. They get to do whatever they want, right?" I mean, and and trying to and it's like little things like that where you have to discuss with them and say, "Like, hey, you know, this is actually this is kind of how we do it, not not this way." You know, that's got to be funny. Stop being a that, bitch. That's got to be awkward in as nice all way. get out yeah. because you don't want to call them a bitch, but you want to, <laughs> and you know that they are, but you can't say that because you're afraid that yeah they're gonna come after you if you do that. You gotta learn them. Yeah, and yeah. I don't. I. I just give me a first name, Adam, because I have an idea of who it might be just based on that story. Candace. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I didn't expect that. I didn't either. I was expecting Tracy, but okay. Oh, actually okay. expecting Danny. <laughs> so, you know, and, and that click though, you never know. <laughs> again, you know, you're you're it's it's just lack of information that they have. You know, I'm not the smartest um, you know, a smartest person, but uh, you know. You, you sit there and you got to think critically and you, you know, these people, it's, it's almost like they're in a whole nother universe that they, they don't see what's going on. It's, it's kind of like you're walking among people that are just, I don't know. I, I just, they're just programmed to just let it the every day go and not do anything. It's um, so, it's a whole you know, it's a different reality that they live in. Yeah. Like I don't even get it. It's, so. it's, it's, Quite, and we're living in this time that who would have thought that we were going to live through something like this that happened in the 30s or 40s and, you know, back in, I mean, it, it's it's kind of crazy, but, um, you know, and it's, it's I'm kind of happy we're doing it, though, because it's really opening my, my kids' eyes up. You know, my, my oldest daughter, you know, she's, she's seeing everything that's going on. She sees what we're fighting for, you know, and, and hopefully the next generation will see it, too. 
Yeah. That's that's the only thing we can hope for. Because who would ever thought when we were sitting in the cemetery in the middle of the night drinking beers that, you know, 30 years later we'd happened. be here. That Not you, happened. Adam and I. He wasn't there either. <laughs> Jesus. Would I you didn't stop? Say, He's running for public office. I didn't office. say how old we were. <laughs> we're in college. Exactly. <laughs> it was totally legal. <laughs> you know, it, and it, it's it, you kind of you got to reflect on everything too. Going, man, you know, it, it's it, it's only been two, three years that we've been dealing with this. Like, I mean, we knew we knew there was a lot of stuff going on leading up through Trump's like Trump's years, you know, because you we started seeing all, everything that was coming out, and you're going, wait, what? And everybody started getting woken up by that, or you know, that was a very small percentage of us, you know. I mean. If you and I think been we've been talking since I think it was 2008. We we finally we actually uh, started talking about Facebook and then yep. started and and going man we can and we have best friends that don't talk to us anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You literally, my best friend who lived next door to me refuses to talk to me. I wish him happy birthday. He doesn't. He's the one that back. was sitting next to me on the bus the day that you were sitting behind us, and I made you throw up with my finger. Hmm. Yeah. Like when I cut my finger open, yeah. he was my best friend then too. When we went down to uh, the Statue of Liberty, that was not on Ellis Island, or that was on Ellis Island. And you say it's not anyway. <laughs> you know, and it and you, and, you, and, it, and it stinks. It, it sucks, and you're you're, you know, this this environment that you're in. You, it's really it's almost like a wartime environment because you you really don't know who to trust. I mean, I'm on this. I'm putting my myself out here. Who knows what's going to happen when people watch this? And but no one you know watches this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, but only but the, again, only the red pilled ones, and they're, they're cool. <laughs> but you know, there there's there are people that are are out to to cause harm. Yeah, and it's not just physical harm. You know, and you're you the, you have the doxing, you have all the stuff going on. It's it's it is kind of crazy that, that what we're dealing with and. Um, no, so ho hopefully, hopefully, elections can change things. And I know you don't like uh, General Flynn, but I think his his uh, local, uh, what is it called? Um, local impact makes national. Yeah, no, I agree with this statement. Oh. The statement never came from Flynn, yeah. but I, I do agree yeah. with the statement. I do agree yeah. that local impact makes national effect. I agree. I think that's true, and I think we have to start there because. You got to start with your kids. Who, who's the next generation to take over from us? Right. If you don't have your kids coming up the right way and they don't believe the same things we believe, we're fucked, folks. Yeah. And it and it's crazy because I have, I mean, Jim, I think Jim Brewer was probably the best one to lay this out when he talked about his daughter going to college. And he goes, I paid $60,000 for her to come home and be brainwashed. Yes. Yeah. You know? He's like, I, he goes, I can't even talk to my daughter anymore. She's just so inundated and, and you anti, know, anti everything, anti, anti everything, establishment, anti Republican, anti, I, I don't even, I'm, I'm afraid to death to send my kid to college. Dude, I, he told me today, he said, NYU is at his school today. He was like, they have a, they're one of their sub campuses, like, I don't know, Tish or something like that has a, a whole gaming development program. And he's like, but it, it, I said, where is it? He goes, it's in New York. It's in the city. I was like, you're not, no, no, you're not going to school in New York. No, just no. no. And, and, you I know, I mean, I don't know if you guys watched Trump's last few speeches, but he has brought that up about schools that are doing this stuff is not going to have federal funds anymore. Once he gets back in, yep. you know, and, 
at school, like even elementary schools, school systems, he is going to unfund. He's going to pull those funds if, if programs like what I found with the nonprofits are running in them, you know, um, and, you know, that's that's the first way to, I guess, make make an impact is pull the money. Um, you know, it's going to hurt the kids, but also hopefully maybe it'll force some change. Um, you know, there's it, it's it is it is uh, disheartening just watching this happen because, you know, mess with college kids that's one thing but start messing with your kids your little kids that's yeah. another that's a whole separate issue yep. that's a whole no 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 no. i brainwash my child you don't exactly. <laughs> that's that's the deal that's i brainwash my child not you yes all right yeah anyway, and, and it's yeah go ahead no we, we know you gotta go you, we know you got a well, family we're, we're gonna do tribute without you on the air because you are running for public office yes gotcha. no, yes no, uh, oh yeah you guys are way behind yeah no i don't, I don't partake in that. Out of that one yeah, no. <laughs> so either way check them out folks if you're in connecticut i'm dead serious especially if you live in the danbury area please this is the type <laughs> of this is what we this is what we promote we did it with candace we do it with anybody i'm dead serious if you guys are running for an office please reach out to us don't give a fuck we'll put you on the air it's not a big deal yep. we want to hear what you have to say at a, at least you get some airtime somewhere nobody else is going to let you talk so till then appreciate, uh, it, guys. appreciate it sir and thank you for what you're doing and thank you for your continued you know support and everything else and what you're doing and god bless you go air force keep it up well minus that <laughs> <laughs> I do still have a cousin in the Air Force, so it's okay. I know. You know. I know. And she's All a right. master sergeant. She, she finally is. got to my level. It took her forever. I know. It yeah. took her like less time than it took me. I loaded anyway. it up when the uh, the alarm went off. So anyway. Oh, I didn't load that. Anyway. We got lots to get to because. Wow, we're not getting a shit tonight. We're almost done. Oh, shit. Yeah. Seriously, we have like tribute and then we're out of here. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, then. I mean, maybe we have like 15 minutes. We'll get to something. Texas Trout said, Velan, check out the program via the School of Architecture at Texas A&M. They have direct pipeline to Pixar and other computer animation companies. I will have him check that out. Have the Antichrist check that out. Yes. We'll get right on that. That's a good thing to know because he would love to hear that. Well, mm -hmm. I don't know about the Pixar part because he really doesn't care about Pixar because they're Disney related. So True. True that. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Outside of that. You want to get hot? I do. Very much so. All right. Do you have to go pick up the kids? No, I brought them home with me. Oh, okay. Because the event was only 20 minutes, so it was pointless for me to drive home and then I'd turn around and drive right back out. Good They'd point. have been sitting outside for 30 minutes. Tough. So. But today was rather epic, y'all. The fact that we called a code enforcement officer a liar to her face multiple occasions. She was so nervous. Like she was shaking. By the this time woman, she seriously, like she's in front of this judge all the time. It's part of her job. How many times she been in court? Probably a hundred at least. Yeah. Nope. Oh, she was nervous as fuck. She was shaking. Her voice was shaking. Like, you know how, and I was that way at first when I first started talking, like I could tell, like I was a little nervous. My voice was shaking just cause I didn't really know what to expect. And then once she got nervous, Oh, that was it. Like as soon as I heard her voice quiver, I calmed the fuck down. I was like, Nope, I got you, bitch. I'm done. And she went for the neck. Yep. She did. Get your ass out. Not yet. <laughs> and then, <clears throat> then at the end, the very end, this was great because we had her back so far into a corner. The code, enforcement, over her the code enforcement officer, like she, sh she throws out with, 
well, you need a business license to run a small business. I said, I have a business license for my small business. I have a registered LLC through the state of Georgia. Do I need a business license to run a nonprofit? And I asked the judge, do I need a business license to run a nonprofit? She said, I don't know. You'll have to, I don't think so, but you'll have to look at that. You don't know if I need a business license to run a nonprofit in the state of Georgia. And you're a code enforcement And why officer. Why would the code enforcement officer even bring that up at that point? Or bring a business license at all. At all. She doesn't need to worry about that. That's not her job. Her job is not. She obviously, she didn't do any research. She didn't look up to see if I had a business license. All she did was look up our address on Google, Google Maps and see that it came up with Freedom Gardens Electroculture now. Oh, you need a business license to run a business. Bitch, I have a business license. I couldn't have gotten on Google Google Maps without it. Mm. Well, she would have known that if she did her job, but she didn't, she didn't do her job. So that's the problem. Yeah. Anyway. Exactly. What the fuck does that have to do with the chickens? I flat out told them. I mean, I was like, look, I am the vice president of a nonprofit called Mama H's Farm for a Better Tomorrow. We are in the process of having our address registered as the second location as we deal uh, at our location primarily with vets with PTSD. We use alternative methods because we've had such amazing success with my husband. This is him with the chickens. You should see him without the chickens. We've had such amazing success with my husband that currently we're working with three veterans and we do what we call therapy Saturdays where they come over and they hang out with the chickens for an hour or two and they work a little bit in the garden with their bare hands. They might go fishing and then they all sit down and we have a home cooked meal together and they all talk and amongst themselves and, uh, no. and, and work through their issues. It's therapy Saturday for veterans. No, no, mind you, we, you want to shut that down. No, mind you, we didn't tell them that we passed the bong and that we drink copious it amounts of alcohol. It doesn't matter. It's, not, it's not about that. It really isn't. It's about the brotherhood. It's about being around people who think a lot like you do and um, essentially being back uh, connected to the matrix in a way, if you want to put it that way. A lot of people have told me, well, aren't you just preaching being connected back to the matrix? Yes, in a way I am because we all believed a certain way. We believed in this country. We believe strongly enough about this country that we all stood up and we said, you know what? We're going to sign you a blank check up until including our lives. Saying, hey, look, if anything bad happens to this country, we're going to go fuck them up. That's our job. Nix, of course I will. Um, and if you purchase something at electrofreedomgardens.com right now, don't forget to use the promo code Wolfpack for 20% off. Uh, electrofreedom.com. Sorry, electrofreedomgardens at gmail.com is the email. But electrofreedom.com. Use the promo cat. Promo code Wolfpack for 20% off. And I will absolutely help you with placement. Um, and right now... I am caught up on orders, which means if you put in an order right now, it'll go out early next week, like Monday. So the, the, the point I was, the point I'm trying to get across here, folks is look, we've done this on our own before we, we did. The American people did this on their own before we can do our, do it on our own again. We don't need a government to do it. We know how to run a government better than the government knows how to run a government. We know when shit's bullshit better than the government knows when it's bullshit. I see you, Dem. We have people out there that fucking say all the time, we don't, oh, well, our schools don't, where are your schools spending the money? See, it's always weird when you start asking liberals, where's the money going? 
that they can't answer you all of a sudden. Why? The one thing you should be watching, the one thing that should be watched closer than anything else in the world is taxpayers' money. As far as I'm concerned, you're stealing from the <coughs> Americans and you are using it, quote unquote, for the government. But you can never show us where the money's going. I have a problem with that. You all should have a problem with that. It's your money. This is where we say no, no more. Because right now they're trying to send our money to two different countries that we can't track and we're not allowed to audit. They've already told us that twice. So twice. Hold on. As a small business, right? Because I've obviously been looking at the financials of all this. I have to keep all my financials separate. I have to turn in quarterly statements to the state, letting them know exactly how much money I've made and exactly how much money I've spent. And in, in what, why, in what context? Okay. Quarterly statements to the state and I have to pay taxes on that money. Why don't they have to do the same for us with our, with our tax money? Hey, do me a favor. Can you bring up the only time I see the government, the one that I sent, I sent it to you. I know it's in your chat because I sent it to you yesterday. I think you should have already put it in the chat or in the save messages. Cause Mm -hmm. I'll, when I see it, I'll know exactly if it's the right one or not. No. I don't even. Oh, that's right, because that was later at night. Yeah, it was earlier in the day. I saw it pretty early in the morning. I could have sworn I we downloaded it. I almost thought we did. Might not have. I might have to go back and find it. This one. Yeah, it's this one. Is it? Okay. Yep. All right. Play that real quick because that's that's the one that everybody needs to see. If you haven't seen this yet, it's been all over. But if you haven't seen this yet, this is really good. And I wanted to play it last night. Didn't get a chance to, but uh, unmute it. Go down to the bottom and unmute it for me. All right. All being played. I get up at 4.45 in the morning and I don't see a sign of the government anywhere. Every single day for eight and a half hours, I exchange my time for labor. I don't see the government anywhere, except for on Thursdays. Thursdays, I get my paycheck. That's when the government shows up. That's when they feel they are entitled to split half of the currency I made for trading my time, my skills, my labor. This goes on throughout the year where I'm responsible to keep records of all of this. At the end of the year, it's my responsibility to prepare all that documentation for them to review it. They then determine if their cut was large enough. If I don't meet their schedule, I face fines, fees, or the threat of being locked up in one of their cells. I guess some people call this taxation, but it doesn't meet my definition. To me, that sounds a lot more like fraud, embezzlement, and fucking slavery. I think it's long past due that we all stop participating in this. Yep. Mm, I don't know. Tell me I'm wrong. Prove to me I'm wrong. I, I'm just asking. Because if you think that's right, all that is a form of is it's a new form of slavery. That's it. It's all it is. It's a new form of slavery. We are debt slaves living in a gilded cage, not even understanding that we don't have the key to the door. 
We are not free. If you believe that that is freedom, you're wrong. Listen, folks, I was listening today. I was listening to normal people problems. You want to call them normal people problems? Fine. We'll call them normal people problems. Past due rent. Do you know that one of the gentlemen that was standing in front of this court, this court didn't even have a problem to sit there and go, wait a minute, what the fuck is your rent? Yeah, $1,695 a month. Go ahead for all of you that live here in this world right now. That's actually lower than average. The average rent right now in the United States is $2,500 a month. $2,500 a month. Mm -hmm. That's the average rent in America right now. Wow. Yep. Anybody else not see a problem with this? Think about it, though. If we were to rent this house just to cover the mortgage and, you know, what, a, a minor, like minor deposit in case shit went wrong, it would be a minimum $3,000 a month. Well, this is also bigger than it is three apartment. acres and, you know, 3,500 square feet. But yeah, that's actually cheap. Yeah, that would actually be very cheap. It'd be like $5,000 a month average. Yeah. Lindsay says where she works, because she works in an apartment complex, 700 square feet, base rent, $2,100 $2, a month. Folks. In that's Austin. No, that's no joke. Folks. And, you know, I, I there was a, a gentleman that commented the other night, hey, if you took what I said out of context, I apologize. Look, I love truck, truck drivers. I give you all nothing but respect. And, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, fuck anybody who does it. Well, because he's, what he said is that a lot of the truck drivers now are illegals that come over and send their money back. Uh, no, I'm talking to the Americans that yes. actually listen to us. Yeah. I know my truck drivers. I know they're not the illegals. They're not me because they don't listen to me mm. because if they heard me, they'd be scared of me. Mm. This shit is, this, this is no joke. This is all over. This is the, the illegals that they brought over. They're starting to take over truck driver jobs. What, what do you think's next? What you think you guys on the porch are, are safe because you have unions? Fuck you. You'll be out in your fucking high ass. Why? Because they'll last for less money. Lindsay said she had to evict a resident this month who owed over $10,000 in rent. That's going a lot. That's, a, that's five months without paying. That's a long time to go before evicting someone. Cisco said people can't get loans here, so builders are renting brand new houses for five to seven thousand dollars a month. That's ridiculous. Ellsworth said thirty five hundred dollars for a small, crappy two bedroom in a bad neighborhood in San Diego. And the Ironwood said, "Here, where I live, the homeless live in a resort for free." That's fucked up. Yep. I, I, it's all I stick up for, dude. You guys are the only Americans out there. DW Non says, "Thanks, Mick, for sticking up for us, real truckers." Hey, the, you're, you're the guys that make this country run. Think about it. If there was a group of people that I was going to go after in this country, do you think I'd go after the train guys? Nah, because they don't do shit, bro. I've watched the train guys work. They don't work. I'm sorry. You guys can't tell me that you work. The guys on the tracks, they work. The guys that repair the tracks, they work. You train drivers, come on. Come on, guys. Get serious, dude. Well, now everything's automated. 
this shit is no joke anymore. So it's a just-in-case thing. These these truckers that are driving thousands and thousands of pounds, and trust me, I've seen the wrecks, and everybody says, well, the truck caused... No, the truck didn't cause that. A car caused that. Because mm -hmm. a car got in front of a truck and thought the truck has the same reaction time that a car does. It doesn't. You can't stop 50,000 pounds of fucking steel that fast. It takes almost two football fields for a fucking truck to react. So if you jump in front of a truck and slam on your brakes and you expect that some bitch to lock his brakes up, you're higher than a kite. He'll cause more damage if he does lock his brakes up. Anyway, we have to get out of here. We the, do. the alarm went off. Oh, Josh did. is coming up next. Yep. It did. Yes, it, it did. did. All right. Yes. We'll be back tomorrow night. Sorry about the long show, but we made a guess. So it happens. Mm -hmm. Um, apologize about that we'll be back tomorrow night 5 45 for the pre-show 6 p.m for the regular show remember we are not doing tnt tonight i apologize guys i gotta go to work tomorrow though and i can't be showing up fucked up so you can see her tomorrow morning 8 uh 8 30 for the good book and 905 lovely leanna will be back on and i'm sure she'll be doing a wonderful show i did not get to listen this morning because we were in court we were in court Dealing with courts. I know I should have listened this afternoon, but I was still a little charged up. I had to go work off some energy. Mm -hmm. We took the dogs for a long walk. I had to talk to some neighbors, yeah. not the douchebag. Try some not cool neighbors. Try not to kill anybody. Anyway, I was trying to be calm and yeah. civil. You were good. Trying to. Okay. Either way, that's that's mm -hmm. the CBD. That's the Kush creams. That's mm -hmm. all the good shit. Kush creams is our promo sponsor, sponsor tonight. tonight. Yep. Please go check her out. She's still in business, folks. She's still doing it. Let Kush me tell you something. promo code Defiant. Seriously, I when I came out of the shower this morning, because normally I take a shower right before the show, but we went to court, so I took a shower this morning, and Mick was there, and I was like, I put the cream serious and then kush cream on his neck and i was like hey babe can you do the same for me because ever no, since i said can i can you put the serious on my neck yeah and i said yes i'll put the series but you need the kush and she said no i don't and i was like yes, yes you, do. you do and he was right because i tell you since i bounced my head off the fucking chicken coop my neck has been like i got some serious whiplash in that my neck has been killing me today today's the first day that it hasn't hurt and it's telling just you, straight up because that, that kush cream that kush cream is comes in with the bomb. cooler Boom. Man, Kills it's it. awesome. So Kills promo code defiant, kushcreams.com. Yes. And we got to go. We do. So till then, we'll see you later, fuckers, mm -hmm. uh, for the Mick. And Lynn. Later, fuckers. Thanks for watching. <laughs>
find me I'll be half drunk, strapped up in a whitey I can show you if it's needed When you see it, you'll believe it If you don't love it, you can leave it Michael Jackson, you can beat it F-A-F-O, I teach you how this game go Different joints, same smoke Wake up, wear the same clothes Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class Got the music way up loud With a cigar in my mouth Fuck around and come find out How we do it in the South Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirty south With a truck seat high and he straight pipes loud This land, land of freedom Double barrels in case we need Man up, we'll sit your ass down We done talking, fuck around and find out I love my country 